Let me just. Hmm. So, I'm just gonna open your questions so that I have them in front of me. Just one sec. Yep, ready whenever you are. Yeah, so hi. Um, thank you for coming on my podcast. Um, how are you? Good, Kiara. Thank you so much for this opportunity. It's doing well. Um, so um, how about we start off by you can introduce yourself, um, tell the listeners what you do and how this all started, and just briefly discuss like what's your goal for your um, social enterprise and organization. So growing up, when I was your age, I was often asked, um, what is it that you want to do when you grow up? And I used to say, I want to help people, but I wasn't sure how. I ended up um, going for a degree in business communications because I felt that communications is key to everything. And I worked for a big brand for seven years. I was regional head of PR. And um, I felt that I wasn't fulfilled because I wanted to work on projects that had high social impact, that were um, oriented towards the community to be able to support them better. So I switched careers and I um, got a master's degree as well in international socioeconomic development. And I've been working for the past 10 years as a public sector project manager and consultant. And then when my son got diagnosed at the age of two, uh, exactly two years ago, I decided that there was there must be something that we should create all together to support families going through childhood cancer. Uh, and hence how the idea came about to be able to uh, create a social enterprise called Abdalana, and Abdalana in Arabic means our superheroes, to be able to raise awareness about childhood cancer and to support families going through it. That's so inspiring. Like, I think even like as a teenager, like we're all like trying to figure out what we want to do. And it's like that question about following our um, own path. And although the circumstances bringing you here are unfortunate, I think it's so great that you're helping thousands of other families. So like, Thank you, how, how was it like um, when you found out about the diagno diagnosis, like the, the leading up to deciding you want to start um, your organization? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, look, that week when we found out that he was getting sick, it was um, it was terrifying because uh, he was a very healthy child before. He had never really been hospitalized, not even once in two years. So um, the symptoms were very unusual. Uh, it started with a limp, fevers uh, that were random and high, and then he couldn't move his arm well. So those were the red flags. And within two weeks, we found out um, that he had leukemia through a blood test. Um, what inspired me the most was that Dubai is incredibly visionary. Uh, we always put humans first. Uh, more and more, we are focusing on creating communities whereby we are there for one another, supporting each other on difficult journeys. And no doubt the childhood cancer is a traumatic experience for the child and for the family as a whole, and even for the community. And I feel that a lot of causes receive a lot of attention. However, childhood cancer doesn't. Um, the word cancer is obviously a word that people fear and don't want to talk about. And when you associate it to childhood, naturally it becomes even more difficult and more intense and heavier for people to, to hear, to grasp, to understand, to, to be curious about. So I really appreciate Kiara that um, 
your generation and someone like you is putting childhood cancer first and you're even considering whether you want to dedicate your life to it in terms of your career because we can only improve the lives of children going through cancer and their families by dedicating efforts whether it's human capital uh, your generation studying pediatric oncology or our generation uh, like parent-led advocacy um, initiatives that support parents and children as well as siblings um, and the community as a whole has a big role to play here. No, yeah, I think like this, even like just knowing that there are other people there that are experiencing the same thing is what's really like your, what have you, one of your biggest impacts. And that's why I wanted to ask, like, um, how, how, how have you seen like your, pro your work impacting other families and how has that like affected and motivated you to further pursue um, your passions? I always had no doubt that there was a clear gap, uh, that there must be some sort of entity that can help support the families and advocate for the children. Um, and I was incredibly impressed and overwhelmed by the support from the community. Everyone wanted to play some sort of role to be able to support the children going through cancer, the parents and even the hospitals who are treating the children. Um, I've been incredibly humbled by people and entities who fill up my partner's form and say, listen, we want to support, how can we do that? Um, and like, obviously no one has really done this before here. Uh, to my knowledge, Aptalana is the only entity in the UAE that's dedicated to pediatric cancer. Um, and it's really important that we prioritize because there's a lot that can be done and should be done. So uh, I'm in the process of figuring out what new partnerships that I want to work on, but I'm really proud of the partnerships that I've been able to establish so far. For example, with Lighthouse Arabia and with Monarch Health Centers, uh, with the Lighthouse, we've already started yesterday, actually, the very first uh, support group session for parents. And it's just important to be able to create a safe space where parents can vent, can um, let it out, feel better about what they've gone through by um, uh, talking to people who really understand what they've gone through and what they're still going through. Uh, and other campaigns, for example, the hair donation campaign that uh, has been running uh, since this month until mid next month, whereby people like you, any anyone, uh, boys, girls, kids, adults who have long hair and want to donate it, can donate it for a cause um, to be able to help create wigs for people impacted by cancer. And this partnership is with Friends of Cancer Patients Charity in Sharjah, as well as Monarch Health Centers in Dubai. So um, to answer your question, it's going, it's, going, it's going really great. And I only expect that it will expand more throughout the coming months and years, because clearly there's a need and even more clearly people want to support and that's how things will succeed. No, I'm so glad you um, said that because I have been following your work too. And it's honestly like amazing. I've never seen anything like it. Like my hair, I'm growing it out. I'm planning to donate it as well. So I'm there, like it's so long already. So ready for the big That's awesome. Yeah. And awesome. Awesome. Um, you mentioned something about like families and parents. So obviously as a, as a parent and new parent, I'm sure when this was all happening, um, what do you, and I've met, I've met my, the closest people in my life to have diagnosed, gotten diagnosed with cancer. So it was a struggle for me to like figure out how I can support them and what I can do yeah. for them to feel comfortable. So do you have any tips and how you dealt with it and how, how you recommend others go about it as well? Yeah. 
So when we found out about my son's diagnosis, I was also pregnant with my second child. Um, I had just started the third trimester. So, uh, you know, the third uh, trimester for like in general, it tends to be the difficult one because I'm getting heavy. Uh, there's a lot on my mind preparing for this delivery. And yet uh, we were um, faced by this devastating news that our son had cancer. So I had to rely on others to support. So for example, after delivering, um, uh, I was forced to be with the at the hospital with my son going through chemotherapy. So I had to leave my newborn with people that I can trust. So delegating was really important. So when we know that a family is going through childhood cancer, it's really important for people around this family uh, to, to step up to help. Uh, whether it's uh, help out with the rest of the kids, whether it's to support, uh, I don't know, uh, picking up a kid from school so that you give this parent a break or uh, taking the kid out on afternoon just so that the child, the siblings don't feel like they're being left out, providing a home cooked meal, um, just being there, listening to them, asking questions, learning yourself about the, uh, about the illness. And I really appreciated like, when people in my life were reading up online about, for example, the side effects of the chemotherapy and saying, listen, uh, let's be careful. Um, uh, your son might be going through this. How can we support? Is he immunocompromised? Just by understanding words that become part of our language, such as immunocompromised. So with chemotherapy, obviously, and other treatments as well, um, uh, children lose their ability to have a strong immune system. And that's key because it means that their bodies cannot fight bacteria and viruses like they should. So it's so important that, you know, we take care of the child and we take care of the family and we've gone through a long periods of isolation. So how can we be, be there for this family without physically being there? Um, it's a, as I always say, it's a physically and emotionally and psycho psychologically isolating experience. So um, by being there for them, by being there for the family, not necessarily asking what they need, but just offering help, that would be very crucial and important. I think and it, I want to also add, sorry, that companies, the the, the employees, um, the managers of parents going through this need to be much more understanding because it's a very bumpy road. Um, all of a sudden, a child can develop a fever. They need to be hospitalized straight away. We're given one hour to head to the hospital. So time is of essence and parents need to be very alert. So it's important that the community as a whole supports them in this journey. I think that's so awesome that you're there for parents. And I've never heard of like a parent support group, which I think is so necessary for families all over. So thank you for doing that. And um, because of all the great work you're doing, like how have, how, how have you seen like the, in, the personal impact and how has that affected um, your family like and Marcel's progress in his journey as well? So uh, there are other parent support groups, but not childhood cancer related. So there are uh, others for like uh, newborns. So the parents supporting one another, uh, especially mothers when a boy baby is born. There's another group that I know of that's two groups actually to support um, children who have rare diseases, but nothing when it comes to childhood cancer. So this was the clear gap for me. Just wanted to clarify that. Um, sorry, what was your question again? I was saying, I was basically asking about like all these great projects that you're working on, like how have, how, and obviously there's been so much progress, but the impact that you've created, how has that affected you personally as a mother and someone who understands this better than anyone? 
I, I've always felt that uh, I wanted to live a life that's meaningful, that had purpose. And my purpose personally is by giving back to the community and by being there for others. Um, when we found out about uh, our son's diagnosis, two mothers in particular that we reached out to um, helped us out. Um, there was no support formal support channel then, but there was there were two women who uh, really supported us and I'm very grateful to them. And I always feel that I want to be that person to uh, um, parents who just find out that their child got diagnosed. And I actually had yesterday, uh, I was in contact with someone whose child just got diagnosed just a month ago, uh, first day of Ramadan with leukemia. So Unfortunately, this is the reality of the matter that mm -hmm. around the world, uh, kids are getting diagnosed with cancer. And in the UAE, of course, we also have a lot of kids diagnosed with cancer. Maybe not every day, but every couple of days. So I just want to mention a statistic that every 80 seconds, a child gets diagnosed around the world with cancer. So that's a very, very, very frequent. We have 400,000 children around the world diagnosed with cancer. Um, so it's just important for, for us to be there for one another, lean on one another. Doctors are amazing, so are nurses. But sometimes you learn so much by talking to a parent who's gone through it because it's a different experience taking care of a child at home versus in a hospital setting. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. And I commend you for doing this for others and yourself. Uh, so you started the organization, very impressive. Yeah. So how was starting that like all by yourself? That's a big project to take on. And like what challenges did you face while in the initial process? Yeah. Um, so there were definitely challenges. I wanted to figure out what was the best way to create this entity in the UAE um, and respect the laws and make sure that I'm putting first the beneficiaries, the target uh, families, and to be able to ensure that what I'm doing is credible. So it was very important for me, one, to be legally licensed, and I have a license from the Dubai Economic Department. Number two, it was very important for me to have partnerships with entities that I support, that I trust that are credible. For example, Al Jalila Foundation, um, uh, part of the proceeds of my book, uh, and we'll talk about my book, um, go to Jalila Foundation because I highly respect the work that they're doing. So, uh, and we've organized already events and initiatives together. So I really care that we um, partner all together. We say in Arabic, which means one hand cannot clap alone. And I really believe in that because it's really important that we um, we really like clap together, we um, hold hands, we say to each other, yes, this is a tough battle for the children, for the families. Uh, and as a community, what is it that we can do on many layers, many levels to be able to support one another? Um, and the book, for example, was a, a very important communication tool because that was my kind of therapy to um, normalize talking about childhood cancer. Have you ever read any books, uh, children's books about cancer? Exactly. No, I haven't seen anything like that on the market. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure children, like young kids would resonate so much and love to see their story put out into the world. So exactly so that was the purpose that i want kids who are going through childhood cancer to read their own story in a book and for kids like you who um don't know 
in particular, for example, someone who's going through childhood cancer, how can you learn about their journey? How can you support them better? How can you add and, and enrich your knowledge with what a child going through cancer really goes through? Uh, so that that's how the idea came about. And it, what made the book even more special was that it was illustrated by a 12-year-old girl, Malak mm-hmm. Jundi, who's just my neighbor, living in Dubai as well. And she did a phenomenal job um, illustrating a book with a, such a heavy topic, but in a very light-hearted manner. Uh, and the way I've written the book is it's full of hope. And this is how we should talk about childhood cancer, not fear, not negative words. Um, and I'm really proud of this book because it allows children like you to be able to learn about childhood cancer as well as adults. Uh, I'm also targeting parents and teachers through this book to be able to all together learn about childhood cancer. I think that's so wonderful. And you mentioned your book and I, I, I saw it online and I just want to ask, so how was the process? You mentioned the artwork, but what, like the, what about the production, like the really nitty gritty yeah. and where is it available and what's it called? And like, what's the storyline? Like, please elaborate. Sure. So, um, I called the book super kids because obviously every kid going through childhood cancer is a super kid in some way uh, or another and their parents as well are super parents um so the idea came about that the story is inspired by super sam um and he and his friends take the readers on a journey exploring the superhero headquarters and they go through 10 different rooms to become superheroes and in reality the superhero headquarters is the hospital and each room has a theme related to childhood cancer so i talk about the important topics such as mental health, about physical fitness, about hair loss, about um, chemotherapy, about all the different treatments that they get. Immunotherapy, for example, which is a treatment that's visionary and that my son had. I talk about ports and lines, which are technical terms to clarify what a kid goes through when they get treatment. Um, so there's in it so, there's something in it for everyone, kids and adults alike. So the first step for me was to literally open a Microsoft Word document and start writing. And what I really appreciated was that I shared the the several drafts with, I'm not going to say hundreds, but at least tens of people. And I'm thinking like at least 50 to 60 individuals who are parents of children going through cancer, parents in general who don't know much about cancer, to school teachers, to kids themselves, um, to people who work in the public sector and in different charities, just to be able to get their feedback and every time i get their feedback i would implement it um even my son's school for example i shared the book there so that i can get the feedback from the teachers so it's really important that this book isn't just my work it's our work because it had a lot of feedback from so many individuals and that's something that i really appreciate so after writing the text i then um uh, sent out a sample text to illustrators around the world to get it illustrated I reached out to four adult illustrators and I felt that they didn't really grasp the idea that I had in mind. So after pure desperation, I thought, wow, what if I find a child who can illustrate the book? And that's not an easy task. So the first step I did was I wrote in the WhatsApp group of my community. I just said, listen, um, any child out there who uh, likes to draw, if the parent can contact me, please let me know. And if you can share samples of their work. And this incredible woman, shared uh, samples of Malak's work and it just clicked that her work was awesome and her character is just amazing. And the way she's illustrated the book 
uh, I can't even draw 1% of what she's done because she's so incredibly talented. Um, so really, the sky is your limit. Um, and I, I, I'm addressing this to you and to all the kids out there that you can create anything um, just by putting your heart and soul into it. Um, and by focusing, by learning, by asking the right questions, by being curious. Um, I don't think Malak expected to illustrate a book at the age of 12, mm -hmm. but she did, and it's published. And where is the book available? Um, they can buy the book through my website. Anywhere around the world, it will be shipped. Um, so www.abdalana.com, there's a section for the book. All the information is there. And just recently, um, it's available in Kinokinia and Dubai Mall. So whoever wants to head oh, to the store can actually buy it from there as well. Okay, that's wonderful. I think like um, it should be in it, it should people should have more access to it. And I think that's great online and physical. So yes. I will definitely yeah. take it myself and I'm excited to read it. Uh -huh. Wonderful. Let me know what you think of it. Yeah. So. Um, how are the ways that you found are the most effective for promoting like awareness, like all the different um, things you aim to promote and even like your book? What are the most effective ways that you found that re really reach people? Uh, I would say uh, two main things. One, social media. I think obviously uh, every single generation, young or old, is on social media, different channels. So um, obviously, I create a lot of content for Instagram and Facebook, as well as LinkedIn. And secondly, creating community-oriented uh, initiatives. And I would say I would add a third point, which is traditional media, such as radio and TV. Uh, I've seized every opportunity to be on Sky News Arabia, Dubai Eye, several podcasts for a lot of people uh, who wanted to support the cause. There's one that's going to be out soon with Kelly. Um, there are so many great uh, media channels out there who want to support the cause. So I think they're also surprised that there is finally someone who's a parent who wants to talk about this and who's dedicated their life to this cause. So um, it's great that we can join forces. No, that's so wonderful. So um, where can like those these podcasts, these news channels like so could you just like definitely just say it so the listeners and like many other people can definitely have access to it though. So. Yeah. Sure. So if, if you go to Abtalana, uh, uh, there's a link tree and then you can see all the links there um, and everything is on social media now and on my website. That's wonderful. So um, if you don't want me asking, like, what are what do you what do you want like Abtalana to like be and like the future plans? Like, do you, what do you have in mind for that? Because it's already grown so much. So. Um, it's it's an answer that is dynamic. So what I'll answer you today might change in a month or two, because obviously the needs of the children and the parents will differ with time. And I really care that they're not just static goals that won't change. I really want Aptana to, to develop based on the needs of the community um, and the target audience. So for now, I'm focused on um, the goal of raising awareness, creating partnerships, supporting the families, uh, specifically when it comes to mental health. I think we undermine the importance of mental health. Um, it's important that we not just give the chemical treatment to children mm -hmm. and expect that this is sufficient for the children themselves and for the families. We need to support on so many levels the parents going through it because the shock is massive. For the children themselves who might not fully understand what they're going through. My child is now four and he still doesn't understand what he's going through. 
but it's about mindset. Um, and that really helped uh, my husband and I and the rest of the family and our friends deal with this, um, with our child. So I'll give you a simple example. When we used to go to the hospital and we've spent, I'd say, half of the first year and a half in the hospital living there, what really helped us was to uh, create an environment that supported our son. That was a happy environment. So we would literally organize mini parties for him with musical instruments and dancing and music um, and made him feel like, you know what, we're not home, but we're going to make the best out of not being home. And we'd introduce to him new books, new toys, so that he felt that there was always something exciting. He's, sometimes he would spend weeks not uh, being allowed to leave his hospital room. So he wouldn't even be allowed to go walk in the corridor. So it's really important that as a parent, we have the right mindset to be able to tackle this. Um, and it's a long journey. For leukemia patients, It's we've, it's it's been two years already and we'll finish hopefully the treatment in August. So it's not like a week or two. We're talking about two years and a half treatment. So it's important that families learn to live as normal a life as possible. It's not possible to live a normal life, but to cope um, by being taught and inspired to have coping mechanisms to manage the situation better. I think that's so true. And like, I think putting into perspective, like it is a long journey and like how to make, if you're, if you're positive, it'll help you go through it and not let the negativity take you down. If you don't mind me asking, sure. um, you were talking about, uh, Marcel's journey. So for him, even though he's so young, like how has for his, like as a child, like how has he coped with, not understanding it, but also like the illnesses, the, the the struggles like of being so young and doing it. Like, how do you think he has dealt with it and how you have helped him deal with it too, besides the parties? And So his name is Super Sam. So his name is Sammy. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, he's, his, his character really helps because generally he's a quiet, calm kid. Um, he's not some a kid that's very rowdy. So it really helped that he, he had a quiet character to start with. And he was an understanding kid. Obviously, we went through periods where as soon as he would see from a distance that we we're approaching the hospital, he would start crying because he wouldn't want to go there. Mm -hmm. So it took a lot of time to get him to understand that, okay, I know you don't want to be here right now, but it's okay. We're doing this so that you can get better, you can feel better. Remember when you said you had, let's say, uh, stomach pain? We're going to come see the doctor and you're going to feel better. And this exact story happened yesterday. He had a blood test. I had to take him in. And I explained to him that uh, you're going to have to go to take a, get a blood test done. And the doctor is going to tell us how you're feeling, if you're better or not. And he fully understood. He ran to the car, got into it. Went, we went to the hospital. He was saying hello to everyone. He has a port underneath his skin, so he counted one, two, three for him to get port accessed. They withdrew the blood, and he asked, "Did it work?" Um, like he's so, he's he's so understanding, and we made a lot of effort to explain to him what he's going through, and that really helps. Um, that we shouldn't hide from our children what they're going through, and I hear a lot of stories of kids going through childhood cancer and not knowing that they're going through childhood cancer, like teenagers, because their parents just don't want to confront them with the reality that they're going through it. Um, let's not fear childhood cancer. Mm -hmm. Let's tell the children, all the children, what childhood cancer is. In some cases, no doubt, it's more dangerous than others. And it's terrifying when the treatments don't work. But it's not right to hide from our children what they're going through. 
it's important that we tell them that yes, it's a tough journey, but we're there for you. We're there to support you, and we're all in this together. Um, and it's case by case, obviously. But I think transparency is key. And us adults, we fear so much talking about cancer that it trickles down to their, our kids. And I don't think that's right. No, I think I'm so glad you said that because I've noticed too, like in any sort of like sickness or problem, like it's very like taboo and it sh it's not even something that should be because it happens. It's very important. So I'm very glad that you're, that's an active message. And I firmly believe to face, to have, deal with the problem, you have to face it like head on. For sure. So, um, oh, you're sent my ears. Yeah, your son is incredibly strong. I think even it's so inspiring as well. And I want, also wanted to ask you, um, what advice and tips would you have for other women and people who want to um, start an organization or um, want to do something related to this and um, create positive change? Uh, I spoke to tens of people to get their advice on how to create this entity and um, to narrow down what kind of services. So I think one, it's network. Uh, there are so many uh, entities out there. I'm part of Female Fusion. That was the first group that I joined. Uh, Jen Blandos and her team have done a great job creating a network and allowing women to connect with one another uh, support one another, partner with one another. There are other entities and groups like crunch moms, like mompreneurs, um, that people can join, women can join in particular, and also men, obviously. Uh, it's important that social causes are uh, supported by both genders alike, of all ages. Um, so I would say one network to do a lot of research. There are amazing international benchmarks out there that I also learn from and get inspired by. Um, and I would say number three is talk to the people themselves. Um, and this is what I've done when I started, um, uh, Abtalana, that I would talk to the parents and say, what are your needs? And when they fill the form, they mention that these are our needs. Do we want to support others? Do we want to get support? Uh, do we want to do both? What are the themes that we want? What are we looking for? And that's so important that it's um, joint efforts. It's not uh, one person doing the job. Yeah, because even like me starting this and my other like um like pursuits as a student it's very nerve-wracking and i think like taking that one step forward and join networking joining these places they're so important so i think it's very helpful that yeah even all the places you recommended so kiara just say to yourself what's the worst that can happen that i fail that's not really failure it's a lesson that i learned that okay it may have worked in some ways didn't work in others we'll enhance it we'll reshape it we'll model it you can change your idea you can fix it you can scrap it all together and start a new one um what's the worst that can happen we just have to try it no um yeah like i think that's such a strong model to live by and i think it applies to everyone whatever age whatever you're trying for to sure. do in life so thank you for that and thank you for sharing your story and your insights. Like I definitely gained so much from this and your work. Like wow, I'm I'm not joking. It's so inspiring. So thank you so much. Of course, exactly. here are with like, you. Uh, mm -hmm. No, please. When you reached out to me, I thought definitely I'm gonna prioritize talking to you because I really respect you and I respect how motivated and dedicated you are to the cause. And this is exactly what we need. 
We need your generation to look into, there are so many social causes out there that require more attention. How can we, across all the generations, join hands? I'm sure there's a lot that you learn from me and there's a lot equally that I'll learn from you. So um, it's it's not, you know, one-sided. So uh, it's so crucial that you reach out to people who are affected by childhood cancer and, and interview them and gather your thoughts and be able to share this with everyone else. Yeah, because like you never know, like that one active step that anyone's taking, like could change someone's life. And I think you you could say the same because that one step you took has turned into this wonderful thing. So yeah. Um, is, is there anything else you would like to say, like any anywhere we, where everyone can find you and how any yes. going to the same thing, how they can contact you or anything? Of course. So Abtarana, the website has all the information. Parents can sign up there if their children um, are going through cancer now or if they finish treatment or if they lost their children to cancer. So across those categories, parents can sign up and be part of the Aftarana community. For partners who want to support, whether it's an individual or an entity, they can fill out the form. On our my social media channels, all the information is there when it comes to campaigns and events. Um, I invite people to reach out to me if they have any questions, any suggestions. Um, the book is available on the website and Kino Kenia. I would really appreciate their feedback once they read the book because I'm also looking into what other topics that I want to focus on when it comes to childhood cancer and others. So suggestions are more than welcome. No, thank you so much. And yes, I please urge everyone and anyone, please support more organizations like this and please follow your work because I think it's so great. Thank you so much well done. for yeah. taking your time to do this. I appreciate it. Thank really. you. Thank you for your time. Thank you. I really appreciate all the efforts and I'm there for you. I'll support you along the way. And um, I would love for you to also like be part of Sami's journey if you would like. Mm -hmm. So we can talk later how you can uh, play a role and learn more about his journey and other super kids. Uh, and I'm sure you're uh, going to give back a lot to the society and we need people like you. Thank you so much. So um, I think we can end it here because you have been more than thorough and I feel so educated and ready to help more people. So thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much, Kiara. Bye. Thank you. Have a nice day. Thank you.